T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Go Bears! Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 in the scare. The, the score, the scare. Uh, look, the Bears made that trade. They made the deal. They traded away the number one pick. Now free agency uh, is starting. We're getting ready, gearing up for the, for the uh, chance to cut deals, and we know those won't be official until Wednesday when the uh, – when the league season begins, but you can get going on those deals, and it'll be pretty exciting to see that. Yeah, happen. typically we compartmentalize the draft and free agency and you know, combine season. What happened on Friday kind of compressed everything together. So here we are two hours from the legal tampering period beginning officially, and the Bears have made their draft uh, day trade, which is not a draft day trade. But yeah. it's one that we thought could go up to draft day on the clock. No, they no longer are. They move down to nine. They get the assets in terms of draft capital as well as the, the key to the deal. DJ Moore, wide receiver, who we just talked to Frank Garcia. Interesting assessment of DJ Moore description can take a five-yard pass, turn it into a 25-yard gain. He mentioned drops. He mentioned versatility. He, he compared him to... Debo Samuel in the way that he could be deployed. I think that's exciting. Luke Getze now has a challenge, and what a great challenge to have, of using him in different ways, using different formations, and getting the most out of a guy who is your number one wide receiver. He might not be a top 10 wide receiver, but he is yours. And so you have him, Chase Claypool, and Darnell Mooney, one, two, three. Your wide receiving core is no longer pedestrian. It's dangerous. Yeah, I you know listen, it, it is that is the essential the the essential element of this trade. And by you know there are reports out there that they they wanted Michael Pittman from Indy if that was going to be a deal that they cut, and they didn't want to give up their wide receiver. And, and it's understandable, uh, but I think that 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 is they want to improve their offense. They want to support their quarterback. And you've got to get more weaponry. And we know that this is a bad free agent period because Ryan Poles told us that for, for wide receivers by making a deal for Chase Claypool. Now, it didn't work out. It hasn't yet. I don't know if, if you asked him, if you, if you put a lie detector on him and you asked him, do you wish you had that pick or is Claypool going to be okay? I'm not sure what his response would be because I think that with, a, with an offseason under his belt – Heading into a contract year, maybe Chase Claypool would be significantly better, and certainly we expect uh, the help from uh, DJ Moore to help make him better. 
This is what I like about the trade as opposed to past Bears blockbusters or past Bears big moves or trades you often see. This one was more about getting good in the future than a a win-now move. And certainly nobody is going to believe the Bears are in anything close to a win-now mode. They aren't. They just – they. They went through a 14-loss season that put themselves in this position, uh, intentional or, or not, to to be able to wheel and deal. But you, you look at say, uh, you, you look at some some past trades that they've made. The Cutler deal was about getting a quarterback for now, as opposed to sacrificing later. Khalil Mack, you know, you look at getting him now, and you gave up the first future first-round picks. This trade is exciting because it's full of possibility. And we do become infatuated with draft picks because of the potential each one represents. So now you've got, you know, the number nine overall pick still picking in the top 10 this year, a first round pick next year, which could be the number one overall still potentially. And you have two other draft picks that could be players to be named later that could be contributors. So this is all about the future, not as much about the present. And I think that's why people find it easy to get behind. Yeah, you know, look, I, I think that, again, you're bringing in a receiver who will give you 34 games before you get to that, that uh, 2025 first-round draft pick, right? And, and I, would we all love if that pick had been a first-rounder instead of a second-rounder? Of course. I think that would have been knocking it out of the park. Um, the fact that they went as early as they did means that they got what they wanted. It means that, that the uh, – that the general manager was satisfied with the deal, that he wasn't trying to necessarily hit it out of the park. He was trying to get help for next year. And that should, this DJ Moore deal should get, should make the Bears offense, should make the Bears quarterback better for next year, especially if you throw him and Claypool. And, and you know, we don't know the exact timetable on, uh, on Darnell Mooney, but we know that he's got a good uh, chemistry already going with Fields. So you got to work on that. With the other two receivers, you got to protect them. You got to get more offensive line help. You got to get somebody good out of this uh, this free agent class, and then you start moving forward. And you think about, okay, we need a front seven. So their their secondary is okay, right? You don't feel like you have to make. It's the only position the that really doesn't yeah. need addressed yeah. in a big way. Well, you, but you could only position group. You could help them. You well, could you get, could. You could get another corner. I, if you I, I think if you're looking at Witherspoon at nine and you draft him, you could defend that decision, even though you still have gaping holes on your roster. The Bears really, let's face it, can't pick a player at number nine that is going to be difficult to defend. Why they need him? They need everything. Mm-hmm. When you need everything, that is that is uh, it's weird to say, but it's not a good position to be in needing everything. But it does allow you the flexibility of not being tied to a, a, a positional to, to draft based on need because of, of that, if that makes any sense. So I don't believe Dustin mentioned earlier, I don't think that what happens in free agency necessarily now that it's number nine will affect or should influence too heavily what you do at that position. If you sign an offensive lineman and you have an offensive tackle that is still the highest rated player on your board at number nine, take them. Take them anyway. Because if you are truly committed to sustaining success, it's you're looking at this 
beyond 2023. You're looking at this over the next three to five years, and if you can project a player, you take it nine, it being a contributor for that period of time, you draft them. Yeah, I, I mean, look, th- you've got a lot of leeway here. You've got a lot of – this has helped you to sort of yeah, – fixing or helping the receiving core, that kind of helps fix the offense. they got a lot of work to do. They've got weapons now. Let's see. If you're, if you're really doubling down on the quarterback, and that's what this deal is all about, this deal is telling you they believe Justin Fields is the guy, and now they're trying to help him prove it. So that, that's great information to have. Nobody's going to be talking about trading the quarterback anymore. Nobody's going to be picking apart what you should do in the draft. Get when those quarterbacks. That's none, that stuff's all over. So they pick their lane. It's Justin Fields is the guy. They've got a receiver to help them with that. And now the question is, can they develop the offensive line? Can they get better on the defensive line? they got to get better in a lot of ways. You've got to get to a point where you can win some close games. And, you know, I don't know. People want to know well, how much better are they going to be next year. They won. They lost 14 games. They're not going to win 14 games next year, okay? But could they, could they get to nine? Could they get kind of also in the mix? Could they be a team eight and nine, nine and eight you know, in the hunt? I mean, like, it's if Rodgers leaves it's, it's the potential. division, yeah. that's it, pretty good. Now Minnesota is – They're getting rid of everybody. kind of moving on. I'm Adam sure a lot Thielen, of Dalvin yeah, Cook's status yeah. is uncertain because of his right. cap hit and it's, cash due. Yes. So you look at – They've got at, a lot of money due, and they don't have a lot of picks, David. I mean, if you look at – at Minnesota. They're, they're kind of stuck. Last year was a the season for them to make yeah. the move, and they didn't. They're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson. So there's going to be some real uh, difficult decisions to be made in Minnesota. We know what's happening in Green Bay. Detroit is the wild card because the Lions have uh, as much draft capital, if not more, than the Bears this year. Yeah. And they already are uh, climbing back to respectability, maybe a step ahead, a rung ahead of the Bears. The, the question with the Lions is, do you believe in Jared Goff's ability to, you know, build on what he established last year? And so I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but they are dangerous. The Lions have two number ones and two number twos because of, uh, you know, trades being made. They traded uh, for what turned out to be the number six overall pick by trading their quarterback to the Rams. That's unbelievable. I don't think anyone expected the Rams to go from Super Bowl to where they were last year. So, Number six and number 18, that sounds like maybe where the Bears will be at next year, right? It, with two first-round picks, that could be you number six so. and number 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got number 48, and they have the 55th pick in the draft. That was from the uh, the Hawkinson trade. So they traded their tight end, and they will uh, they will have a, uh, a pick. Uh, they will have Minnesota's pick. Minnesota has a number one pick, which is 23, and then they don't pick again until the third round, number 87. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's and then good. and then Green Bay, they've got the fifteenth pick in the draft, and they they just have their pick in every round. But you would imagine that will be spiced up a little bit by the Rodgers deal. Texter from eight four seven asks a question: How is this not a win now trade? Maybe not the Super Bowl, but getting DJ Moore isn't about three years from now. Well, it is actually because you look at his contract; he's three years of control. Yeah, he may come right. back at them after this season if he's productive. He's, he's 25 years old. So when I say this isn't about winning now, it's not about 2023. What, what you hope to do in 2023 if you're having D.J. Moore compliment and helping Justin Fields 
is to develop and take that next step. It's not about winning a Super Bowl because that's unrealistic. What is realistic is that in three years, if you do this right, Ryan Poles, you're going to be in that position again. So this is about the future more than it is the present, and I will stand by that because I just think that's obvious when you make when you make a move for a 25-year-old wide receiver with three years left on his deal. Yeah, I totally agree with you. 312-644-6767. We got a lot of people want to check in. Let's get to the phone lines. Luke is listening on the Odyssey app. Luke, you're on with Molly and Haw. Hey, guys. Good morning. Always uh, good to listen into your show. I always check in every morning. Um, the one prediction I had going into this draft is where the Bears are at number nine. I highly doubt that they're actually going to pick at number nine because I think there's going to be one of those quarterbacks. Um, you know, like I think probably Will Levis that'll still be there that someone's going to want to hop up to get. And like you guys were just talking about with all of the needs that they have, everywhere i think there's going to be some kind of offensive lineman or edge rusher or even tight end in the lower half of that first round that they'll come up and want to get okay that may be true i don't think you're going to be able to determine that until you're going to be on the clock and you might be moving back and you might be finding somebody that you're willing to move back to get to get another asset i i just it this is where when you're drafting first it's it's a little bit easier frankly to predict and project and and kind of look at what when trades should be made. When you're at nine, there's a there's an element of being uh, of reacting on the fly to what happens on draft night. That's going to bring some drama to the first round that maybe you know would have been decided ahead of time. So now, yeah, I think they could definitely move back. It's a good scenario, but it depends on how many p- teams are in love with Will Levis or Anthony Richardson or whatever quarterback they become fixated on. Yeah, I I don't I think all those quarterbacks may be gone by the time that you should be cheering for all those guys to be selected oh, by the be. time the Bears. I, are I think they're going to be, and then then you're you're basically picking the fifth position player in the draft. I, or, I'm talking about outside of quarterbacks, or, or you want to trade back down because and pick you can up afford more. to. Well, because you want to pick up another player. Let's let's see if they can. You want to continue to multiply the loaves and fish, David? I got no problem with that, but I also want to see the you know. Get me some, get you know, find some good fish. Yeah, I think land, so. Land some Give big some ones. Good fish. Don't let them get land away. Land another big one. That's right. And if there's a big That's one right. there, Today, reel them in. I'm with you. I'm all over it. All right, let's uh, get back to the phone lines. Rich is in LaGrange Park. Hey, Rich. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. All right, my question for you is, uh, Carolina, if we if say they're really bad since they got rid of Moore and they're gonna if they hopefully start their quarterback. Next year, if we get the first pick in the draft, how good does Justin Fields have to be for us to keep that to get rid of that pick or keep the pick and take the quarterback that's there? You get what I'm saying? If he has <laughs> I like see a what you're saying. year, Rich, I, slow down. I understand what you're saying. It's a it's a great hypothetical. It would be a wonderful problem to have. Justin Fields has gotten to the point where you trust him, and he is your guy. But boy, you have that number one overall pick. So what do you do? I don't think you're going to be in a position where you need you need a quarterback. Now, I tell you, I, I know I know that's like way way ahead yeah, yeah. of ourselves. We're way ahead of ourselves. But I think what this what we Here's can the, continue yeah. to say is that th- this trade also provides Justin Fields insurance. Yeah, I agree with that because you got the two picks next year that you can use, and one of them could be really good. Hopefully, it's not the Bears pick; it's the uh, it's the Carolina pick with a rookie quarterback, but. 
I wonder if we do have a conversation next year, depending on how Fields plays, would at that point, if you got two number ones, one very high, would you then, Mr. David, agree to draft a quarterback and hang on to him and then trade someone like this? <laughs> Scenario that was offered to us by Tom Fair. Well, Caleb Williams right now seems that special. He does seem very Let's special. see him play one more year at USC. Let's see where the Bears are. There are too many let's sees and caveats to that conversation. It's understandable to ask the question because of the world we live in, but I do think it's highly premature to have that to, to really consider that realistically. You don't want to be in a position where Justin Fields has a breakout year and and is in the MVP conversation as some people are getting a little bit over their skis, but they're saying that right now that he could be based on what the Bears are in the midst of. So if he's if that's the reality, I don't think you want to alter that reality. I think you would want to take that number one overall pick and use it either to draft a player that you you plug in as a special generational talent or you move down and you get several more draft assets. That's the way you handle it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, I have a big We're going to have some fun asterisk. talking about this for a couple of – Yeah. We got some great time. All right, we're going to stay with your phone calls. 312-644-6767. Very exciting stuff. It's Molly and Haw at Chicago Sports Radio. 670 the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Molly and Hall flashback. 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 I remember I did a game this year for the national radio, Kansas City and Buffalo, and the Chiefs lost the game at home. And I get a call from Zeus, like probably an hour afterwards. I'm in the stadium just doing some work. So he calls me and he goes, what do you think today? I go, well, you guys don't like to run the ball very much. And he goes, bingo. Like he wants to go someplace where you run the ball. Like you can just, that's his, that's his forte. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to the score. I don't believe that uh, that Zeus is going to be their guy, Orlando Brown Jr. I don't think they're going after him. I think we'd have heard that. Um, I think we keep hearing about McClinchy, so okay, that's fine. Well, but, but David, you know, they're going to run the ball, right? They got a quarterback who can run the ball. They got a receiver who can also run the ball. They used a lot of receivers running the ball last year anyway, and now they got a guy who's really good at it uh, in DJ Moore, and they they would presumably get another receiver, another uh, running back, excuse me, if they don't bring back Montgomery. Yeah, well, They'd like to run the ball. They're going to run the ball because of their offensive line, because of the strengths of their quarterback, as you mentioned. And so they're going to try to rebuild that offensive line or supplement it. So th- even though Orlando Brown Jr., Zeus, as Baldy re- referred to him, even though Zeus is on the loose, I think they're going McGlinchey. Biggsy had that this morning in the Tribune. 
yep. uh, linking them to the right tackle from the 49ers and Notre Dame, mountain of a man. And so the idea that he could line up next to, if that's the case, Tevin Jenkins and Mike McGlinchey would give you a formidable right side I, when you're talking about the running game. Let's talk solely about the running game. On your left side, let's see what happens in terms of the draft and free agency. We don't know yet. But the Bears, who already are, would be coming off a really historically good rushing season a year ago, could they get even better on the ground? That's that that that's their strength probably at this point in time. You have to have you have to have uh, something to lean into. Is Tevin Jenkins is that a guy that's locked in? I, no, I'm, I, I'm not I picking mean, on him. I'm just today wondering. Is. Today, is but every, everything about your depth chart in the offensive line today is written in pencil. And or if it's in pen, you can get the whiteout out. They still use that. It's temporary. Yes, it's a temporary he, Tevin. He's had issues just staying healthy and staying on the field. That's all I'm saying. Staying engaged. And I think yep. that's the, something you can't ignore. Uh, let's see where they are. But you go into free agency today, which begins in 90 minutes. And Mike McGlinchey seems to be the guy that we could be talking about tomorrow as committed to the Bears. They can't make it official until Wednesday. I think I think um, you look at the other positions of emphasis: defensive tackle, outside linebacker, and then running back's an interesting one, Molly, because we talk all the time about does the emphasis on the running game and the offensive line make a running back more important in your roster on your depth chart or less? The right guy is it David Montgomery or somebody you're going to draft? You know you're going to have that. You, okay. you can move back in the draft in the first round and still get a guy, or in the second round. Use that pick on a running back. I think they need line help, be it offensive line, defensive line, and I think that number nine pick should be used in that area. I don't know if I believe that you trade down for a running back because, again, I, I, I think that you need help. And you need help on the line, and you need help on the I other agree with side that, but there, you could find people that would think that in the you middle could, of the first round, you could you or you could use a first round draft pick on a running back if it's the right one. And John Robinson from Texas might be a guy. A, listen, some uh, people consider a first round a great worthy draft pick. He is a great talent, and he could be a really he will be a really good NFL player. There's no doubt. And if the running back position was looked at differently, he'd be a guy that you'd recommend. But well, I don't know. I think, as I said, I think he's not just going to be a good pro. I think he's a really good player. I think he's great, and he's a great athlete. Just that position has lost all of its uh, – It's because so, running backs only have so much time, because you only have so many carries, because you take so much punishment, it's why people have, are not on board with running quarterbacks, quite frankly, because – they don't want them to break down. They don't want them to get hurt. They don't want them to be unavailable because that changes your team when that happens. And I think that just running backs, generally speaking, it's an awful way to view the position. But if a guy is, is going to take a lot of hits, then you're going to need multiple guys and you're going to play them all together and you're going to hope that uh, everybody stays healthy. I understand that. And that's why it's a risk to take a running back that high. And I don't. I wouldn't recommend it either. Second He's a great question. player. Great player. At, at number nine, if the Bears uh, are choosing among, you know, a cloud of players, if you will, or three or four guys at the top of the of the draft board, if one of them is Peter Skronsky from Northwestern, who excelled at left tackle, 
Some yeah. teams might want to play him at left tackle. He yeah. has the short arms issue, which he addressed, which may or may not be a factor and limit him as the NFL uh, in the NFL. But I ask you this. If you're going to draft him at nine, are you then going to convert him to a guard? And if aren't no. you essentially drafting a guard if you're drafting him at yeah. uh, at nine, if you're going to make that change? And, and then you talk about premium positions. You typically don't see guards unless their name is Quentin Nelson. Yeah, I, I draft Quentin Nelson if he's there. But I don't think that Peter Skronsky is, is Quentin Nelson necessarily. Yeah, I, I you know, again. So would you stay away from him? The, I don't want to be mean to that kid, uh, and we're not in the draft room. But that the the um, the arm length thing is real. That is a real issue um, when you start talking about left tackles. You, you it is, you put a guy well, at a, at a, a deficiency if he doesn't have the, the longest of arms. I, I, I don't I don't know enough about him to say that he does this or that better so he can overcome it. I think in the NFL, again, if you're if you're drafting him as a guard, then just wait till later in the draft and take a guard. If he's I, I, I if he succeeds it. as a left tackle in the NFL, I think what we're saying is that's possible. But it would make him based on the evidence and based on the measurements of left tackles in the National Football League an exception to the rule. And he might be an exceptional guy. He might be. But I don't know that you want to take that chance. And if you're if you're going to switch his position, I don't know if you take that player at that spot of the draft. 312-644-6767. Mike's got a guy he'd take at number nine. Mike's in Orland Park. Hi, Mike. Yeah, and I just listened to you guys talk about <laughs> not taking a running back there. But I really think if B. John Robinson's there, you got to take him. I mean, he's a, he's a he could be a generational yep. talent, Yep. you know, and, and with that thought process, I know that like, you know, you guys are talking about offensive line and defensive line and we need it. And that's no doubt about it, but you also got all these picks next year and the year after you're not going to build the whole team this year. So I think if he's there and he's the best player available, you've got to take him. Mike, I appreciate the Thanks, phone Mike. call. It's something to think about. I'm not going to dismiss it. I don't think it should be dismissed. Because and I dismiss? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not talking about you directly. I mean, I'll tell you that directly if I think it. But no. Why are you coming in? I'm not coming after you. Relax. <laughs> I think that I understand the argument about premium positions and why you want to right. emphasize those when you're drafting as high as the Bears are Top still. 10. Yeah. But I also think that you know there are exceptions to the rule. Saquon Barkley was one. Yep. Was the, uh, there are others that we could find He's out. Well, he's no, he's, not. he's not available. Just, and and I was one of those guys that if he were available today, I would have been pounding the, the the table saying, you know, you need to go out and have a conversation with his representatives and see what it would cost to bring him to Chicago. So I don't want to be uh, go against that idea. If Bijan Robinson is one of these guys that has a great pro day, he's got great tape, and you look at him and like, ooh, all right. Nine seems high, but if you trade down – Maybe not. Maybe first round isn't – maybe middle of the first round would be uh, more appetizing. Let's try Steve. Elmhurst Steve is, I believe, in Elmhurst. Hi, Steve. Hey, Steve. Uh, good morning. I I, I got to say I, I kind of disagree with a statement you guys had made earlier about the Bears really uh, think that they've got their franchise quarterback and now they got to build around him so he can develop and everything. I think the whole idea is to give him – all that he needs to show whether or not 
he's a franchise quarterback because if he's not, if he doesn't develop sufficiently this season, if he doesn't show you he can do all the things you need him to do, now you've got two first-round draft picks next year, and you could go out and get maybe the guy from USC or somebody else who you believe could be better. Yeah, and absolutely. So year, I, I think, I think we agree with that. I, we don't disagree with that. We're saying, though, that what Ryan Poles said was, we got to be blown away to make a move here. So clearly they weren't blown, they were away, blown away enough to make a move. And, and Steve, both things are true. Yeah, both things are both true. Both things are true. They believe in Justin Fields because they almost had to yep. pick a lane. So they believe in his ability, but they have protected themselves against yeah. him not reaching his potential. This is Justin Fields' insurance. And I think that's what you that's what makes this a smart deal because you'll have two first round draft picks and you will have, you know, flexibility and the power to do something with those if he doesn't reach your expectations in 2023. Let's close it out with Steve. Steve's in Evanston. Hello, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, I just had a question I want to take you, get your take on it. If, by some chance, Jalen Carter falls down to number nine, would you draft him? Well, I, I honestly probably not, because if he drops down to number nine, that means something else came up. That means it's more than just what this issue is. Uh, if there were nothing more to happen, he will be a top five pick, in my opinion. Interesting. I would, I would probably have the same reaction because if he's still on the board, I, it would seem as if something might have gone terribly wrong again. So there might be more evidence that would make you a little bit more cautious. During the break, Dustin raised a very interesting question, and I, I tend to agree with this. If you are a in agreement that there's a consensus in the room, Jalen Carter is somebody you would draft, and you think somebody might, you know, like the Lions at six. Would you jump up to five? Would you jump up to five with the draft capital you now have accrued to get a player that you have decided could fit perfectly in your defense? What are you giving up? Well, that's a good question. I'd have to study I mean, that again, in terms of the board. They but, got one pick in the top 50. Yeah. They would have to give up more than maybe they want to. You have you have future twos. You have another one. Well, that's one. what I'm saying. I, You're so giving up all that stuff then. I, I wonder if you would be willing to do that if you have concluded that Jalen Carter is worth the haul. Yeah. I don't know that I don't like – I don't really like that idea, but, like, it's all these things are on the table now because I, you have a new batch of considerations, right? Because, you know, then you shouldn't have – you shouldn't have gone down that low if you have to go back up. I mean, I know everyone says, look at what Miami did. They went back up and they got uh, Waddle. And I, I understand that, and that's great. But they got a lot more in the immediate sure. thing than the – Nobody else was offering a number one wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. So that's why they went that's to nine. Exactly. The, the, the offer of more, the inclusion of him, made that deal happen now. Yeah. No, it's not any more complicated than no, that. No, it's a very simple – Yeah. It's a very simple thing to understand. All right, we're going to bring in uh, Dan and Lawrence next. It's Mully and Haw at Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.